This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tunde Bolanta, as he brings you God's word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen. We are speaking this morning about compensation through the fairy furnace. There's a literal example in the book of Daniel where the ch three Hebrew children literally, physically went through the fire. Let's take our reading from Daniel chapter 3 from verse 22. Compensation through the fairy furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning fairy furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound in the midst of the fire? He answered and said unto the king, True, O king, verse 25, he answered and said, Lo, I see four men lose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Verse 26. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fairy furnace, and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fire. And the princes, governors, and captains, and the king's counselors, being gathered together, saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was an hair of their heads singed, neither their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. Verse 28. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants and uh, trusted him and have changed the, the king's word and yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any other god except their own god. Therefore I make a decree that every people, nation and language which speak anything amiss against the god of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego shall be cut in pieces and their houses shall be made a dunghill because there is no other god that can deliver after this sort. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego in the province of Babylon. How many of us would like to experience a promotion this morning? If you would like God to promote you, can you wave your hand? I would like to experience a promotion this morning. I want a promotion from God this morning. How many of you would like, because of you, everybody is turning to God to worship Him? You, have, you become a testimony to the praise of God this morning. Hallelujah. But the question is, how many of you would like to go through a fairy furnace? There was no hand raised. Nobody wants to go through the fire. But when we read the story, they were promoted. Everything went wonderful. But they went through something. When you go through a challenging season in your life as a child of God, there's always promotion ahead of you. He said, I will deliver you. I will honor you. Amen. Honor is ahead of you. So, recognize that God has the ability to deliver you from the fire and to deliver you through the fire. 
recognize that God has the ability to deliver you from the fire and to deliver you through the fire. Isaiah 43, 1 and 2, you can write it down. He said, when you go through the waters, I will be with you. When you go through the rivers, I will be with you. And through the fire, the flame will not kindle upon you. Thank God this morning, you are not looking like what you have been through. Amen? You are not smelling like what you have been through. Amen? There, there are people who didn't go through near what you went through. The people that threw them in, the fire consumed them. The people that threw them in were destroyed by the fire. Child of God, this morning, I want you to celebrate God. That you are here today by the grace of God. There are people who didn't go through one-tenth, one-hundredth, were millions of what you went through. But you are no longer here. But I want to say that you are here this morning by the grace of God. I want to say you are here this morning because mercy kept you. The God of heaven did not fail you. He didn't fail you in the water. He didn't fail you in, in the rivers. And he will not fail you in the fire. Is there an amen in the house of the Lord today? I said he will not fail you in the fire. Is there an amen in the house of the Lord today? We need to recognize this God is faithful. What has killed other people? You have gone through it. The same road that other people passed. And they are no longer here. You are here by the grace of God. Hallelujah to Jesus. I want to remind you again, child of God, this morning I want to remind you. <clears throat> he said, Fear not, Isaiah 43, 1 and 2, for I have redeemed thee. Fear not, for I have what? I have what? Redeemed thee. I have paid with my life for your life. I always want to camp a little bit here because of the season we are living in. Isaiah 43, 1. He said, fear not, for I have what? Redeemed thee. You are mine. What does it mean to redeem? It means to buy back. 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19. He said, you have been redeemed not with corruptible things, as silver and gold, but by the precious blood of Jesus, as of a lamb without blemish. When there's redemption, something is paid in exchange for something. You can walk into a store, you can walk into a store, I want to buy a piece of furniture. The moment you give them money, they must release the furniture. I want to say to you, Jesus did not pay with money for your life. He did not pay with silver and gold for your life. He paid with his life for your life. Therefore, the devil cannot keep you because God himself has paid for you. You are the redeemed of the Lord this morning. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I want to declare to a child of God, you are the redeemed of the Lord. You have been paid for with the life of God. You have been paid for with the blood of Christ. And nobody, no principality, no power, no dominion can take your life. Because the highest sacrifice on the highest altar, by the highest being, with the highest name has been made for you. Therefore, you, your family, your children, your husband, your wife, we will never pay with our lives what Jesus Christ has paid for with his blood. The blood that paid for your life. No altar on the earth could receive that blood. No altar in the atmospheric heaven could receive that blood. No altar in the stellar heavens could receive that blood. The only altar that received blood in your name is the mercy seat of God in heaven. Is the altar of God in heaven. Every day, every morning, every afternoon, every night, the blood from heaven is calling your name. I say that one belongs to God. That one is married to Jesus. Their children belong to God. Their house belongs to God. You cannot touch those ones. You must pass over them. If you believe they are passing over 
over you? Can you wave your hand? Can you wave your hand? Can you stand to your feet and give the Lord a shout of victory? Give him a shout of victory. Give him a shout of victory. Fear not, for I have redeemed thee. Fear not, for I have redeemed thee. Let's sit down for a bit. Listen to me. They may tell you it is hereditary. It's running in your blood. But I want to say there is a blood that is stronger than every blood. They may say it's in your DNA. But I'm here to announce to you this morning. There is a blood that is stronger than every other DNA. You are carrying the DNA of Christ. You will live and not die. You will fulfill your years. Even if you are going through a foreign furnace, God will see to it you are delivered. I'm here to testify. I'm here to proclaim over a child of God that the blood that bought you, there's nowhere you can find it. There's nowhere on earth you can exchange it. That blood came from heaven. And because it came from heaven, it conquers all. It conquers every infirmity. It conquers every disease. You will fulfill your days. The number of your days you will fulfill. Is there a witness in the house of the Lord today? Give him praise and glory in the house of God. Hallelujah! Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Now, deliverance through the fairy furnace is your place of training, testing, and promotion. Deliverance through the fairy furnace is your place of training, testing, and promotion. Hallelujah. Why did God allow Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to go through that? Like I said in the earlier service this morning, we all have muscles in our bodies. But if you see a body trainer, somebody who trains, you see that they have bigger muscles than your own. They don't have more muscle in number. It's what they've done with it. When you are a child, your muscles were not that big, but through walking around and lifting things, your muscle grow, grew. Romans 10:17. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The Bible says we've all received the measure of faith. There's faith in your heart, but that faith must be fed with the word of God. But for you to be strong in faith, for you to be strong in faith, you have to use those muscles. You have to do something with them. So God takes you through seasons where you must use your faith. Is there an amen somewhere in the house of God? The children of Israel, they went through the Red Sea because God was training them. He was preparing them. Hallelujah. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 16. Deuteronomy 8, 16. Deuteronomy 8, 16. Who fed thee in the wilderness with manners, with manna, with thy fathers knew not, that he may humble thee, that he may prove thee to do thee good at thy latter end? What the word prove means to test, to prove, to test, to try. Hallelujah. Isaiah 48, 10 and 11. Isaiah 48, 10 and 11. He said, Behold, are you there? Behold, I have refined thee, but not with silver. I have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, even for my own sake will I do it. For how should my name be polluted, and I will not give my glory unto another. 
He said, I have chosen thee, I have refined thee. Another translation says, I have chosen thee. When we go through this fiery furnace, it's a grading system. When you go through these challenging things in life and you use the word of God and you come through, it's a grading system. Hallelujah. He's proving you. He's preparing you. He's, he's trying to grade you. The reason for test in school is not to fail anybody. The reason for test is to promote you to the next class. I want to say to you, when you go through something in life and you succeed and you have a testimony after your test, God takes you to another level. Hallelujah. I said God takes you to another level. Hallelujah. When you go through a challenge and you use your faith, they went through the fairy furnace. The people that went through the fairy furnace were the same people that came out, but their grade was not the same. All of us can go and write Wayek. But when we come out, there will be A1. I hope that's the way they say doing it. There will be A2. Somebody help me. Is there a teacher in the house? You, you look like a teacher to me. <laughs> say, Daddy, why you help me? You look like a teacher. Is it A1? Help me. A1, A2, B. You see, I was calling A again. That's why I said you should help me. A1, B2, B3, C4, C5, C6. I'm an old man. When we went to school, it was different. Hey, what is the next one? D7, D8, E. Ah, I will not reach E. After C, now F, I mean, after C, it's F parallel. You cannot get D or E, if I remember correctly. And then after that, F. Uh, they have even tried. In our time, Abi, after C, is there any other thing in our time? Those of you that are old here, after C, is there any other thing? Eh? My generation is different from your generation. <laughs> I don't remember that one, no. <laughs> so we all go through the tests. But the way we come out is not the same grade. I want to salute you this morning. I say I want to salute you this morning. That you've gone through some things that I have not gone through. I have gone through some things that you have not gone through. But that you are still sitting down in the house of God. Come on, child of God. I said, come on, child of God. If the devil could kill you, he would have killed you. The fact that you are sitting here means he has no power to kill you. Am I talking to somebody in the house of God? And I don't know where I'm announcing to somebody. You will live and not die. You will declare the word of the Lord. You will fulfill your day. You will fulfill your day. You will see your children's children. Is there a believer in the house of the Lord today? I say, is there a believer in the house of the Lord today? Our tests are not the same. The person standing next to you, the test is different. But that you made up your mind like those three Hebrew children. And you said, my God can save me, but if he does not, I will go through and come out on the other side. I congratulate you for your faith. I congratulate you for your victory. Can you wave your hand and give him praise and glory in the house of the Lord this morning? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let's look at another thought. 
Thank you, Daddy. So, it's training and testing and promotion. That's what it's meant for. You are not supposed to burn in it. Women who bake cake, after you mix it, you mix all the things. Hmm? When you are tasting cake, you don't know what that cake went through. Cake goes through a lot far. Even bread. When they mix it, they will start punching the thing. Have they will, mm, mm, mm. they will punch the thing. The thing cannot talk. <laughs> if the cake can talk and the bread say, ah, ah. After that, where do they put it? In the oven. I'm not a baker. For somebody baked one very beautiful cake the other day, I think it was, was it banana or something like that? Very nice cake. I said, when I'm trying to lose weight, why are you baking this kind of cake? I ate chow. <laughs> I ate the cake. Oh. I ate the cake. The cake was nice. Hallelujah. <laughs> but the cake, as nice as it turns out, you have to put it in the oven. Why should God put his precious children, allow them to go through oven experiences? So that that cake, if when that woman made it, when that woman made it, brought it to me like that, I will not eat it. I say, Madam, thank you. Give another person. Can anybody eat cake that they've just mixed the thing, the flour and everything? You can't eat it. For you to become an aroma for God. Oh, I know this is not typical message people like to hear. But for you to smell good, for people to say, ah, ah, eh. you know, there are cakes that there are cakes. There are some cakes you eat, you say, hmm. So how does it taste? You say, hmm. There are some when you put in your mouth. <laughs> You'll be looking for coffee or tea too. It, it, the thing will just be melting your mouth. But if they brought the thing raw to you, you say, no, 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 excuse me, I won't eat that. Sometimes God allows you in that oven so that the final product can be what he wants you to be. But nobody celebrates the oven and the fire. I've not seen anybody say, praise God! In the fullness of affliction, I see, I say, I say, you will go through the fire. I reject it in Jesus' name. <laughs> Was, was it a joke I saw somewhere? I think they told this woman or this driver uh, to reverse at that traffic. You reverse back. The person said, I will never go back in Jesus' name. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Must you spiritualize reversing your car back? <laughs> what has reversing your car got to do with going back in Jesus' name? That's religion. But God. When the cake goes through the oven, the final product, even you put it in your mouth, you will taste good. I want to say to you, everything you've been through, the, it's not God trying to kill you. It's not God trying to destroy you. What the enemy meant for evil, God will make sure when you come out, you are smelling like roses. The Bible says even the smoke was not on them. They didn't look like what they've been through. They, they look, they, there was an aroma of glory around them. That's the reason for the fairy place. And the fiery furnace. So I want to encourage you this morning. He takes you there for a reason. There's another thing, another scripture I want to look at. Let, let me give you that scripture. I believe it's in Deuteronomy. Let's look at it. 
Glory to God. I told you some time ago, the Lord told me He would deliver this nation through the, through the Red Sea. How many of you remember that? Probably that was 20... When did we have that last election? 20... Before that, I told you that. And I want to tell you, we are exiting the Red Sea now. All right. I said we are exiting the Red Sea now. We are exiting the Red Sea now. It's been red everywhere. We are coming out of it. To experience compensation, God must stir your nest and demonstrate his power in your life to release you into his purpose. To experience compensation, God must do what? Stir your nest and demonstrate his power in your life to release you into his purpose. Deuteronomy 32, 11. As an eagle stared up her nest, fluttered over her young, spreadeth abroad her wings, taketh them, beareth them on her wings. Hallelujah. God said that's how he brought Israel out. Put Deuteronomy 32, 11 up, please, if you will. Deuteronomy 32, 11. Let's, let's read farther than that. Or right, verse 12. So the Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. As the eagle does what? Verse 11, again. As the eagle does what? Stareth up her nest. That word to stare in the Hebrew means to lay bare. It means to do what? To lay bare. I said to experience compensation. God must do what? Make your nest bare and demonstrate his power to bring you into your purpose or destiny. As the eagle stared up her nest. You see, when the, when the mother eagle lays her eggs on the high place, maybe up some mountain, up some tall trees or hills, wherever, in a high place, the nest is very comfortable because the mother will use some sticks, protrusions, to keep the eaglet away from dangers, predators. We use some sticks, some sharp, with sharp ends. Then she will bring rags, then her own feathers. She brings a lot of things to make it very comfortable. Everywhere she has gone, she brings something. Both father and mother, they prepare for this baby this eaglet to arrive. Amen. But there comes a time when the mother eagle feels the baby is actually enjoying the nest because the mother is coming home with very good food. 
How many of you know that children are always happy when there's good food at home? As long as the belly is okay, children are happy. Good meat. I'm talking about good meat. Gastronomical, epicureanted tidbits. Meat that tastes like hallelujah and smells like glory to God. There's a season in our lives that that's all we're experiencing in God. Especially when you first get saved. Oh, everything, the grass is greener, sky is bluer, water is cleaner. It's just great. And that's the plan of God. He wants you to have abundance. But there's more to your life than just receiving things. God wants you to learn how to hunt yourself. Amen. He wants you to, to build some muscles. Your mother has been bringing everything in. Your home group leader has been praying for everything for you. Your pastor has been standing for you for everything. Even before you say amen, God has answered. I'm sure all of us have been through that stage in our life. But the time comes when God begins to feel that, look, it's time for this child of mine to know how to hunt. So the mother eagle comes home and begins to remove all those soft, soft things in the, in the nest. And the eaglet is sitting on sharp sticks. It's not comfortable. According to Deuteronomy 32, 11, he said, as the eagle stared her net and fluttered her wings. The mother eagle has a very unique ability to flutter. It's something they do where she raises up a few inches and she, she can just suspend herself there and hang there for some time. And maybe some people have said her wingspan can be seven to eight feet. I don't know, but I've read that somewhere. And the eaglet for the first time is like, oh my God. Look at my mother's wings. My mother is big. My mother is big. But I'm sitting on sharp sticks. My mother is big. My God is big. There's nothing he cannot do, but I need house rent. There's nothing God cannot do, but I'm trusting God for a manifestation of healing. There's nothing God cannot do, but my admission is not happened yet. Am I talking to somebody in the house of God? The mother shows her strength. The children of Israel, they were comfortable in the delta of Goshen. Everything was right. The pasture was good. Everything was perfect. Until another king arose that did not know Joseph. But you see, that was in the divine plan of God. Because God told their forefather Abraham long time ago, he said, your people will be a slave in another land. And after 430 years, I will bring them out. Nothing happening to you that God does not know about this morning. And what is happening to you has not changed his power. It has not changed his ability. The fact that he defeated the devil in your behalf is still true. The fact that he is Jehovah Jireh is still true. The fact that he will keep you through the fire is still true. Are you getting what I'm saying? God needs to stir your nest. So many examples in the Bible. So they were comfortable in Goshen. Saul was comfortable as a as a somebody, a scholar who practiced Judaism until he met Jesus on the road to Damascus. His life changed. We can go on and on and on of people that were comfortable where they are. Sometimes you begin to feel a bit of discomfort. It's because God wants to launch you to another level. Hallelujah to Jesus. Nobody wants to be thrown into the fiery furnace, friend. 
Nobody wants to be thrown into a fiery furnace. But I'm telling you, if God allows you to be in that fiery furnace, you are not going to burn. You will not be destroyed. You will come out smelling like roses if you will believe God. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. David was a shepherd boy. He did, not, he, he did not pray to become a king. He didn't pray, say, Father, make me a king. But just in the course of duty, he engaged Goliath and killed him. God stared his nest. From that point, he became a fugitive running from place to place. But God was training him. The children of Israel were not, I mean, when God stared their nest and things became difficult, they began to cry to God. And God brought them out. I want to say that whatever you are going through now, God is tearing your nest to bring you to a place of faith. A place where he will demonstrate his glory, his power in your life. What you are going through has not made God weaker. You, that's your 10 million naira need that you are crying day and night. Or 500,000, 100,000, 10,000, 100 million, 1 billion, 10 billion need. It hasn't taken anything from God. What are you talking about? Did God borrow money to create the whole earth? Is he taking loan to give you oxygen? What about sunlight? It's still the same God. But he wants to demonstrate his power in your life if you will believe him. Is there an amen in the house of the Lord? He wants to demonstrate his power in your life if you will believe him. So that's one of the reasons he allows us to go through those fairy furnace experiences in our lives so he can show his glory. Glory to God. Mm. So the eaglet, the eaglet is sitting on those sticks. The mother has fluttered her wings to show her strength. The mother leans in with one of the feathers as if to say to the eaglet, you are not comfortable there. Get on my wings and let us fly. God wants to take you from the place of discomfort to the place of his glory. Do you know there are two things in, in life you can do when there are challenges in your life? You can go deeper or you can go crazy. You can make up your mind, I will believe God more or I will go crazy. I have decided to go deeper into God. The, the mother eaglet does this. Uh, the mother eagle rather does this. And when the eaglet gets on the mother's wings, they begin to fly. And it's so beautiful out there compared to the nest where she was comfortable. Blue sky, sunny. Something in her says, I am born to conquer. Something in her says, my God, my, my God is bigger than this problem. I am born to fly. I want to say you are born to fly. You are born to reign. Then the mother brings her back. She looks outside. It's so nice, so beautiful. I'm sitting on sticks. They go again. After a while, she learns to fly. The reason God is tearing your nest is to bring you to another level. Some of you, you have, you have battled with, uh, you are battling with 500,000. God has moved you to 2 million now. And you're saying, God, <laughs> 500,000, we struggle to pay. What about? Your need doesn't change who he is. The children of Israel said, can he furnish a table in the wilderness? Hallelujah. I was listening to a message of Lester Somrau the other day. And he was sharing in his early days how he went to, I think it was in the Orient, somewhere. 
and um, he needed money. He had been praying for the sick, praying for the sick. There was no cobble in his pocket and he was moving to another place to preach. I said, he told God, God, I'm going to stay in this room. He said, prepare, pack his load, pack everything, put it there. Some of you just want testimonies, you don't want tests. He said he packed his load, packed it. Put it there. He said, God, I'm not going to ask anybody for anything. Then he said, well, I think he went for the meeting again. He had prayed for a woman who had cancer. The woman got healed. The woman had come back to him and said, God said she should give him one envelope. He didn't even open it, he put it in his pocket. When he got back, no, that's another story. That's another story. That's another story. The church he went, they didn't give him offering. Sounds familiar. <laughs> so the man said, he finished, he finished preaching, you know, he went back into his, um, into his room. He needed a train ticket. Yeah, that's another story. He needed a train ticket to get to the next place. And told God, he has packed, though. He has packed, he has packed, though. His luggage, his cap, everything was there. Say, God. Some people think that God used to open heaven to drop money. If you see money falling from heaven and somebody did not drop it there, you have, been, you have entered Jujubidato. <laughs> so he said, the same man, the same pastor who did not give him offering, say he remembered that the ticket has to be booked, even with seats. And he realized that this guy doesn't know the system in their country. So he went and bought the ticket and booked the man. So he came to the man and said, young man, ah, I realize that you don't know our system in this part of the world. You cannot just go and enter train. You have to book it and you have to even get a seat number. He didn't know that the boy did not even have money for train. So he came, gave him tickets, gave him seat number. The, boy said that's, the man said that's how he just carried his bag and the man took him to the station. The man did not know that five minutes before he came, the man is zero zero inside his pocket. Why would God allow you to go through that? That's a faith bonus for you. Next time you face something, you know he delivered you before and he will deliver you again. Is there an amen somewhere in the house of God? Let us begin to share the test as well as the testimony. When you only share the testimony, people don't know how you got there. God cannot give you a testimony without a test. Some of you, when God has done something in your life, you don't give us the story. You just say, well... I was doing nothing and I became managing director. It doesn't work like that. Everybody you see at the top rose through something. So, the other day here, one Baba came, 80 year old architect Obinya. How many of you remember when we, I don't know what we had, he came. When many years ago, many, many years ago, when I was believing for house rent, when I graduated from one room room. From one room room. It was that Baba and some other people. I don't know how many of them. 
I didn't talk to them. They just went and paid for a place for me. The original design of this place was that man that made it. Hallelujah. When I saw the place, somebody that was in one room before, when I saw the place, I thought I had gone to heaven. <laughs> God will turn your captivity in the name of Jesus. But if you don't have tests, situations where you have had to believe God and sin answer, then what is faith? What is faith? Your faith must be used on a continuous basis. I say, I have faith. I have the God kind of faith. I feed my faith through the word of God. And I exercise faith in every situation. What is faith? Faith is an act. Somebody say with me, faith is an act. Say it again. Say it again. Even when I look at this church, I see many testimonies. When I'm just looking around, I'm seeing people who exercise their faith. Maybe I'm not seeing correctly. Oh. So that is somebody who exercised their faith. Something happened for them. So many testimonies. So many testimonies. Believing God for the fruit of the womb for some time. Six years down the line, the baby appeared. Huh? So many stories like that. Why is there a challenge? Or you have been trying... This person disappointed you, didn't marry you. The other one disappointed you. Your marriage will happen in this church. Yeah. We will dance your dance in this church. Yeah. God will not give up except you give up yourself. God will not give up. If you are like in a wrestling, a, 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 a boxing match. Hmm? And Jesus is the referee. And they knock you down. Jesus will keep counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine. Get up, get up. Nine, 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 nine. He said, Why are you counting nine? It's my child. Nine. Nine, 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 nine. Angel, help him. Nine. Holy Spirit, help my daughter. Nine, 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 nine. Until you get up, you will not be counted out in the name of Jesus. You say you feel like right again. This one didn't work. Right again. The project of right again. God will be counting that nine, nine, nine until angels come to carry you, Holy Spirit come to carry you, and you win your battle. We shall win our battles in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I was trying to share something there. Let's see what we have here. Glory to God. Listen to me. I have seen the Lord's goodness, His mercies and compassion. I have seen the Lord's goodness. Hallelujah. O oh Lord.
Lord, you have been so good. You are so good to me. time even if you have not seen he said Psalm 27 13 and 14 he said I had fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord what is that area making you to faint you can believe you will see the goodness of the Lord oh Lord you have been so good you are so good to me, oh Lord, you are excellent in my life every day, oh Lord, you so add something to the thoughts this morning. Compensation is when God dries your tears in the public space. Compensation is when God what? Dries your tears in the public space. You know the story of um Let's go to 1 Samuel 1. Uh, let's see. Of Hannah. All right, because of time. Let me just read 1 Samuel 1. You know her story anyway. Wife of Elkanah, her mate was Penina. Penina made this woman's life very, very, very hard. She, was, she fasted even when she didn't want to fast because of mockery. You have been telling her story all over the neighborhood. And then she, 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 she did something that brought compensation. First Samuel 1 verse 28. Therefore also I have lent him to the Lord as long as he liveth, he shall be lent to the Lord, and he, wo- and he worshipped the Lord there. And Eli blessed Elkanah and his wife and said, The Lord give thee seed of this woman for the loan which is lent to the Lord. And they went unto their own home. And the Lord visited Anna so that she conceived and bare three sons and two daughters. And the child Samuel grew before the Lord. This is called public compensation. Secret obedience and public compensation. God dried the tears. You know, somebody can dry your tears inside your bedroom. Say, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. 
Because uh, I will not dry this your tear inside bedroom. This your tears, when I'm drying it, I want everybody in your nation, everybody in your nation to know what you did for me in secret. My prayer for somebody is that every secret tear you have shared, that God will dry it like the tears of Anna in the public space. There's, there are levels of compensation. They had talked about this woman, her mates had laughed, the, 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 the stepchildren had laughed, everybody had made her look ridiculous. But she went to God, said, God, I want to give you a loan, as if God needed money. Say, God, I'm giving you a loan. No? If you give me this child, before this child comes out, I'm giving you. I just give you. Because eh? you give me. But the step number one, I will give you three sons and two daughters for this one you are giving me. Number two, your son will become a national prophet that in your entire family history, in your entire family history, when they are talking, it will be this boy, Samuel, they are going to be talking about. I want to believe this morning that we are ready for a public compensation. Oh, Lord. Some of you have had challenges with maybe one or two children. Those are children of public compensation. Any child where you have struggled, God will make that child a celebrity. They, when they call the name, you yourself will say, ah, no, without my picking. I want somebody to join faith with me this morning. The area where Satan planned public shame. Let God make that area, make you a public celebrity there. In the name of Jesus. I just heard from the Lord. I just, just now I heard from the Lord. He said we can believe him for public compensation this morning. If there's an area where you've been challenged and it looks like they are talking, they are talking. I have a word from heaven that God will give you a public compensation this morning. I want to invite you to join your faith. I want to join, I want to invite you so I can join my faith with you. Father, <laughs> I am ready for a public compensation. Begin to make your way forward. Just come. It's just an act of faith. And I'm going to pray a simple prayer. You can stand, you can kneel, whatever you want to do. Lift your hand as I begin to pray. Father, I receive public compensation. Lift your hand, lift your hand, lift your hand, lift your hand. I'm praying now. Public compensation over my family, over my children. Public compensation. Lift your hand as I pray. Father, we have lifted our hands before you. You that remembered Hannah when she had been troubled, afflicted, shamed by the stepchildren, by her mate. And you brought Samuel into the equation with three sons and two daughters. Father, dry the tears of your people in public. 
dry their tears in public. Let their Samuel be born. Let their Manasseh be born. Let their Ephraim be born. You that remember Mordecai, remember your people. Let the book of compensation be opened for them. Dry their tears in the public space. Uh, you that brought Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego out of the fire in front of the governors and the princes and, and all the people of importance. Lord, let your name be celebrated where your people are concerned in the name of Jesus. Now lift your hand and thank him. You know where you need it. Lift your hand and thank him for that public, public compensation. Father, to you be all the glory in Jesus' name. Can we make three hallelujah shouts of victory this morning? Hallelujah. 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 We'll put those hands together for the Lord as we take our seats. Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles, Facebook and Instagram at Restoration Ministries International. Twitter and Mixilar at RBCM Online and our website is www.rbcmonline.org You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5.30pm and on Sunday by 7am and 8.30am respectively at Restoration International Conference Center RICC Romanew Extension Kaduna South. God bless you.